Have I been talking about Rodgers that much? Is this something that I've been doing to the point? in Chicago, and he's doing this. I mean, that is what Bobby the Brain Heenan would call a ham and egger move. What the heck's going on in Champaign, Illinois with Brett Bielema? They, they have a real shot to get to. Frazier's got it, and the Big Ten Championship is in Champaign! <laughs> rush the floor! And now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. My name is Travis Sparks, and I cheer for Illinois athletics, and I obviously do not deserve good things. And Eric Fry. Because every time you say Bielema, I think of Brad Bielema. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Into the starting lineup here on 98.9 The Game ESPN Radio. How we doing out there, uh, people? It is a, a dark, gloomy day outside, rainy day outside, but it is a bright and sunny here in the uh, 98.9 and a Jack FM studios here on the starting lineup. We're here for the next hour here until the uh, noon hour on ESPN Radio. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry hanging out with you. And we got a good show lined up for you today. We got a we had a loaded, we had a supreme Taco Tuesday yesterday. So we'll dive everything that happened yesterday, including some local sports, some local volleyball regionals from last night, and some soccer sectionals as well. We'll take a look at, and of course we'll be hitting up on the MLB postseason game, a game of seven of the NLCS. How you doing out there, Philly? Feeling good. How you feeling? Is everything A-O, A-O, A-OK? I hope so. Everything will be okay. The sun will come out tomorrow. It's not sun. The, sh- the sun is not shining right now, but it will. It will. It will come out tomorrow. Yep. Don't worry. And we'll, we'll get through it. And uh, we'll also hit up on uh, some NBA. The tip-off last night, we had a, a doubleheader. LeBron in action. AD didn't show up for the second half, but uh, the Nuggets raised the banner last night. And then the second game of the doubleheader was actually a pretty good uh, game uh, there. And we'll also hit up on uh, some NHL stuff from last night as well. All 32 teams in action and how many goals were scored. Did the over-under hit on the night? We'll have to find out. And we'll also uh, see how the uh, Frozen Frenzy went last night with everything else going on. We probably won't get the ratings in until a few days from now, maybe a week from now, but... Uh, we'll hit up on that and see how uh, that went. And whatever I don't get to here in the uh, actual show, we'll get to in the uh, podcast in some sort of fashion uh, there. And, of course, download that pod wherever you find your favorite pods, iTunes, Spotify, the website, fmradio.com as well. And we got some this day in uh, sports history coming up in the uh, podcast as well that I know of. And 
we'll just see after whatever else we can come up with. That's right. Uh, there for the podcast. So, all right. So we need to get this thing jump started, and we need to get it started with what we always do. It's a segment called First Things First. Before we get into the show. First things first. Seawall, the 1-2. Swing and a high fly ball, right field. Playable for Carroll near the line. Carroll under it. He's got it, and that does it. The Arizona Diamondbacks are going to the World Series. The Cinderella run of the Arizona Diamondbacks continues. They're the National League champions, and they knock off the Phillies in seven. Wow. Wow is right. Uh, Boog Shambi there on ESPN Radio with the call and the deafening silence of the uh, Citizens Bank mm-hmm. crowd there last night. As Yes, the Diamondbacks uh, did it. They uh, came in uh, to uh, Philadelphia as they were down 3-2 to two in Game 6. Game 7, they need to win both to advance to the Fall Classic. And sure enough, the D-backs get it done. And they got it done last night. And it was a 4-2 final score there with the Diamondbacks advancing to the World Series to take on the Texas Rangers. I couldn't be happier with this, Travis. You know, oh, we, we talked about it. But ecstatic. not only did they come back in this series, Travis, they came back in this game. You know, at one point they were down 2-1. Right. But Corbin Carroll stepped up and, and in that fifth inning, tied the ball game up. And then uh, uh, Marino... Uh, with an mm-hmm. RBI single in that fifth, that kind of made it a, a three-two ball game for the Diamondbacks. They had one more in the seventh, but yep, Travis, the Phillies got beat. Plain and yeah. simple, right? I'll I'll be waiting through all the the likes on on X that I have. There's some stats that I want to uh, pull out that the Phillies big hitters just did not show up mm-hmm. in Game Six and a Seven. They were a combined one for 28. That is the duo, or I don't know what you call foursome, foursome of Kyle Schwarber, Trey Turner, Bryce Harper, and Nick Castellanos. Schwarber was the only one that got a hit in the 6-7 and seven game. One for five was uh, Schwarber. 0 for eight was Trey Turner. Bryce Harper was over seven, and Castellanos was 0 for eight. And uh, Castellanos did not have a, a great NLCS. He was only one for 24. And he had a 40% strikeout rate there after having such a great DS against the uh, Braves. Mm-hmm. Uh, there it was just plain and simple there that the stars for the Phillies didn't show up when they mattered most. Yeah, and now if you're you're Philly, Travis, there's a lot of questions. You know, uh, you've mentioned it for I think at least a year about Aaron Nola being a free agent. Mm-hmm. Reese Hodkins, who's a big part of this Philly team. He's also going to be a free agent, as well as Craig Kimbrell, who, you know, serves up batting practice. Oh, man, yeah. They, they've lost faith in yep. him this postseason, and they lost so much faith that they brought in Zach Wheeler there to uh, kind of stop the bleeding at one point to make sure the game didn't get out of hand, and then they brought in Strom there at the very end to get the last two outs uh, for the Phillies' bats to try to – come back so they've they lost faith in him as the series have mm-hmm. gone along and you can't blame them but 
uh, yeah, his his future probably is in question there in, in Philadelphia as well. Well, it is in question, Travis, because he has no clue where he's going to play at. Right. So there's a lot of questions surrounding. It, it won't be in Philly. You're 100% <laughs> sure. right. Problem is, I don't know where it's going to be. So uh, Somebody might take a chance. I feel like the Phillies did that. Yeah, they did kind of. They did. That's how he they he rewarded them. Yeah, Yeah. but I'm I'm just happy for this Diamondbacks team. I mean, three years ago, over a hundred losses. Mm-hmm. Yep. And now they're in the World Series. Now they're here in the World Series. Yep. And again, as we all predicted at the beginning of the playoffs, Rangers Diamondbacks World Series. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, it's it's what we all predicted. Absolutely, yeah. Like uh, according to a Caesar Sportsbook, the Rangers were fifty to one uh, favorites to win the World Series entering the year. The Diamondbacks were one twenty-five to one, and according uh, to uh, Sports Odds History, the last World Series between teams with a fifty to one odds entering the season was in nineteen ninety-one, when the Twins beat the Braves. The Twins were eighty to one that year in ninety-one, and the Braves were two hundred to one that mm-hmm. year. So, uh, yeah. Uh, the two kind of unlikeliest matchups uh, here with the Rangers and Diamondbacks, but it's going to happen. And the Rangers and Diamondbacks also are have a combined 174 regular season wins. That's the fewest in a World Series matchup in MLB history, aside from any shortened seasons uh, there as well. So, uh, yeah, I know that the ratings probably won't be very, very good, but. Uh, the Rangers saying the Diamondbacks in the World Series now, so. Uh, and Travis, like I s- said, you know, if, if you look back, um, let's go. Let's go back to the 2021 season. Okay. If you were to look at the 2021 season, which again, that's when just, the Rangers weren't very good either. Rangers 60 and 102, Diamondbacks yeah. 52 and 110, and two years later. Mm-hmm. These two teams are squaring off in the World Series. Right. Talked about a combined wins. What about two years ago combined losses? Yeah, it's true. You know, you're, you're looking at you know 212 losses, mm-hmm. and two years later they're in the World Series. Right. That's crazy. And not only that, Travis, both these teams missed the playoffs last year, so it's not like you know it was kind of like a steady increase. Mm-hmm. Both these teams kind of came out of nowhere, and. Right. No one, I, I, I would say pretty convincingly, no one expected this. Last year, the Rangers were 68 and 94. The Diamondbacks were 74 and 88. So, mm-hmm. again, it's not like these two teams were tearing it up last year. Right. They just clicked. Yeah, and it, this was, year. it wasn't like, and it's crazy how both teams down the stretch, you know, the Rangers were such an elite in the West for however many days there mm-hmm. were, over 100 and some days, and then the Astros come in at the very end. And when in the Diamondbacks were fighting to the very bitter end with the Cubs for the final wild card spot there, and they weren't playing great baseball. Mm-hmm. And the, like Corbin Carroll said on the field after he was interviewed after the game, of like there were some dark days, there were some dark times, but you know this team fought through it, and this just these teams just find a way to win and get it done. You know they don't have the superstars or household names, uh, if you will. I mean Evan Longoria. He's Mr. Uh, Timeless there as, you know, he was went to the World Series all the way back when right. with the Rays. And then now 
he's back here with uh, the Diamondbacks kind of being the old veteran guy. Kind of weird to say Longoria is the old old guy. He is. But he is on his team. And uh, Corbin Carroll is an absolute beast. And, yeah, he showed up last night. And when it mattered most, three for four, a couple RBIs there, including that sack fly for the insurance run uh, there. But, you know, they just had some guys step up in clutch moments. Um, you know, the – uh, Thomas Kidd, he was big in the series. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gurriel Jr., he was uh, pretty good. And the pitching performances from not only uh, Fadat, but uh, he went four strong innings. And, yeah, he gave up a couple runs, but he struck out seven, and he kind of limited the damage uh, there a little bit. And then the bullpen was just absolutely lights out with only one hit given up by five relief pitchers. And it included, you know, uh, Ginkle was super good. Uh, they're striking out some key guys in uh, big situations and um, then uh, Seawall closing it out there mm-hmm. to close things down. But the bullpen was just lights out last night for the Diamondbacks. And, you know, they can pitch. They can steal bases as well. And, and they just find ways to win. What's important, Travis, when you look at these last two teams, for one more than the other, is the Diamondbacks have a lot of talent you know, obviously you talked about they can pitch, they can hit, they can steal bases. We talked about home runs that they've hit and everything like this. They also have a lot of guys still signed to contracts for a while. Right. I feel like that's something that we always kind of say, though. We kind of look at the teams and, oh, well, this team could be on top for a while. Sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't. But I'm going to, and again, I probably shouldn't, but that's okay, I'm going to. I'm going to compare them to the 2016 Cubs. Mm-hmm. I think they're a year ahead of where the, that Cubs team was as far as yeah. contracts for guys. Yeah. I mean, that's a, probably I mean, a good comparison. Because I remember in the, the Cubs World Series, there were already talks about extensions for people. We're not hearing that talk with the Diamondbacks. Mm-hmm. There's, there's no worry about having to break up the core because you can't afford it. Yeah. So I I do think that this could be I'm not saying 10 years or anything, but for the next couple, I think especially based on other moves that are being made in the NL West, I think the Diamondbacks could be a threat to win the NL West for the next 3 years. Right, and they didn't even do it. They were the no. the wild card team, yeah. and the they came in and they team. swept. They came in and swept the Dodgers. If the Cubs win, this doesn't happen. I know. Yeah, that's crazy how that how that all works You're out. Welcome Arizona. Sometimes. <laughs> yes, they can thank the Cubs for this you World sh- Series you appearance. You should be thanking us as well because otherwise <laughs> the Phillies would have been in the World Series. They probably series. would be in the World Series. So, you're so, welcome, Yes, Travis. thank you. You're welcome. Thank you very much. And teams facing elimination at home have not fared well in this postseason. Teams are 0-5. The NLCS, obviously, with the Phillies, they lost. The Astros lost the other night in the CS. But the Twins, they lost in their division series. The Brewers and Rays both lost their wild card series at home. Mm-hmm. So not very good for the home teams no. at home, at least in this postseason uh, there for that. so um, And also teams that Kyle Schwarber has won a World Series with, the Nationals zero, Red Sox zero, now the Phillies zero, but the Cubs won. That's right. So at least he ah. came back and, and won one with the Cubs. We got you there. Yep, you got him. <laughs> Boom. Mic drop. 
and also just sad love all these stats that I that I liked last night that Philadelphia my favorite city mm-hmm. right up there with Cleveland but uh 1A and 1B but Philadelphia now has lost seven consecutive game sevens as a city of uh, 76ers have lost four straight Flyers two straight and now Phillies their only game seven ever in their franchise history but they lost it that's the longest game seven losing streak by a metro area in baseball basketball and hockey in history so wow. Philadelphia not faring too well no. in game sevens you don't want to go to a game seven nope. if you're in the city of Philadelphia so apparently not and everybody now the Bra- the Phillies will join the Braves on vacation watching the fall classic so was it really worth it beating the braves phillies by the way with the uh, highest payroll in all of baseball uh couldn't get it done mm, the rangers were eighth on that list and where are the diamondbacks oh 23rd wow the 23rd they were below league average uh, <laughs> as far as as that goes so wow yeah that's far down good. there i like that <laughs> yep and uh, so the uh World Series will begin game one will be on Friday. We have to wait all the way until Friday for game one. By the way, uh, Corbin Carroll's through 2032 and Marte's through 2029 Mm. for the Diamondbacks. And Marte was the uh, MVP for the NLCS. Yep. Um, Yeah, he got one hit. He's one for five last night. Other four were strikeouts. Mm Mm-hmm. But, hey, got a hit, so that's why he was named MVP. uh, The starters haven't been announced uh, so far. No, Uh, wait a couple days on that. I think it would be Gallen or Kelly or uh, Valdi for the Rangers. Maybe Scherzer, Mm -hmm. possibly. Just have to wait and see on that for game one of the uh, Fall Classic beginning there on Friday. And also, I saw the first take this morning that Mad Dog Russo actually showed up to work, yeah. even though he said that he was going to retire if the Diamondbacks won Game Six and Game Seven. Well, Travis, there are these things called contracts. You kind of have to fulfill them, otherwise you would be able to be sued. Well, he clarified. He clarified that it was only on the radio. Oh, gotcha. So, little technicalities. Yeah. Got to fall through the cracks, but mm-hmm. uh, ah, New York blowhard saying stuff on the radio and then taking it back a day later. We'll see if he makes an appearance on his show uh, today or not, but it's been a good run, Mad Dog. It's been a good run, but it's time to hang up the microphone because yep. the Diamondbacks came back and they won, and they're going to the World Series. Least watched World Series in the past 10 years, Travis? Oof, maybe possibly i wouldn't be surprised i i i think it could definitely happen because mm-hmm. um yeah but we'll, we'll discuss you still have the, the yeah yeah you just don't have the star power yeah exactly anything I, I was gonna look back at world series markets. from the past 10 years yeah I say we'll have to uh look that up in a get back uh later in the show mm-hmm. but right now we're gonna step away and we're gonna take some uh, lo- look at some local sports saying uh, some of volleyball regionals from uh, last night Get you set for the schedule tonight, as well as take a look at those uh, soccer sectionals as well that happened uh, yesterday and last night. Coming up next here on the starting lineup. We'll be right back to the starting lineup. We need to figure out what we're going to talk about the next segment. 
This is Lucas Kerning with a message from the FNM Fire Department. As a firefighter, I've witnessed the devastating consequences of vehicle accidents. Let's stay focused. Distracted driving kills. Keep your eyes on the road and off your phone. Buckle up. Seatbelts save lives. It's a simple action that can prevent serious injuries. Also, let's protect our little ones. Use proper car seats for children to ensure their safety. And always check the back seat. Don't forget about loved ones or pets before leaving the car. Let's prioritize car safety. Together we can save lives. For more than 40 years, the experienced trial attorneys at Bruno Law Offices have been defending good people throughout central Illinois. If you're facing criminal charges in state or federal court, trust Bruno Law Offices to protect you and to do it with first-class service and communication. Serving Effingham and surrounding counties, Bruno Law Offices has a five-star Google rating and a proud reputation for winning in the courtroom. Look us up online to learn how we can help you. There are only three northern white rhinos left in the world. But together, we can turn things around. Your support to the San Diego Zoo Global Wildlife Conservancy helps support groundbreaking solutions. Join us now at endextinction.org. Texting enrolls you in a recurring automated marketing text messages. Consent are required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. The team's looking good this season. I think so. Man, I miss playing football. Being young with unlimited energy to burn ever since I turned 40. I just can't find that fire I used to have. Think you could be lower testosterone? What do you mean? All guys lose their edge when they turn 40. The body has less testosterone. That's why I take Nugenics Total T. I've heard about Nugenics. That really works? Since I started taking Nugenics, I'm lifting like when we played for Coach Carter. I feel more energized at work. It's even spiced up things between me and the missus. Are they still giving out complimentary bottles for people to try? Yep, send a text. It's that easy. Text POWER to 4242 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea. It's the number one selling testosterone boosting brand at GNC and Walmart. Do it now and they'll also send you a bottle of Nugenics Thermo X, their newest, most powerful fat burner ever, absolutely free. Text D-O-W-E-R to 42424. That's power to 42424. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. And now, so can... it's a little overrated. Peyton Manning is overrated. A little bit, yeah. You're thinking of his like last year. No. Don't think of him as his last year. No, like his whole career. The starting lineup. <laughs> he is properly rated. No, a little overrated. How dare you? On 98.9 The Game. Peyton Manning can think Edron James, Jeff Saturday, Marvin Harrison, Reggie Wayne, Dallas Clark. All right, then Joe Montana was overrated. Thank oh, you can thank yeah. Jerry Rice for everything. I, Back in uh, the starting lineup here on 98 and the game, ESPN Radio. Just talked about uh, the uh, Diamondbacks advancing uh, to the uh, World Series against the uh, Texas Rangers. Let's uh, see who advanced on in uh, some other postseason action locally here. And let's take a look at a first stop on uh, soccer in Class 1A, the Williamsville Sectional Championship, as there was Tatopoulos battling it out against the host school Williamsville there. Unfortunately, the uh, shoes fall here 
And I thought for a while, first half, it was scoreless. Oh, here we go. It's going to go with the PKs again. But it did not. Williamsville picked up a couple of goals there in the second half. So they win this one 2-2-0 two, two, to end the shoes run. But uh, they had a, a great run, and it was one of the best seasons for Adstopolis in soccer there in school history, making all the way to the sectional uh, final there. But ultimately just falling a couple of rungs short from the uh, state tournament, but a uh, heck of a season there for uh, Totopolis, and uh, I'm sure a magical season that people will be talking about for a while mm-hmm. uh, there as well, but just coming up a little bit short there to uh, Williamsville, so uh, they'll advance to the uh, North Max Super Sectional uh, coming up on Saturday, I believe, and then in Class 2A, we have Muhammad Seymour there in the semifinals in Rochester, and they fell to the host school Rochester Rockets, so it was Rochester over Muhammad 2 to 1 was the final there in the semifinals. So Rochester on to the sectional championship and Muhammad in their season there with a loss. And let's take a look at some of volleyball from last night. Uh, we had in Class 1A, St. Elmo Regional, we had the three seed St. Anthony get the win over the 13 seed Patoka Odin in two sets 25 8, 25 13, five seed as South Central. Over the 11th seed at Count Herrick Beecher City in two sets, 25-12 in both games. In the Casey Westfield Regional is the 4th seed Oblong over the 14th seed Martinsville in two sets, 25-9, 25-13. 5-seed uh, Powhut defeated the 13th seed Red Hill, 25-6, 25-16. Okaw Valley Regional is the 3 seed at Chrisman uh, defeating the 12th seed Tuscola in two sets, 25-16, 25-20. The 6-seed Arcola wins over the 11-seed Nioga, 25-16, 25-22. The South Fork Regional, uh, I should have looked up those uh, scores after taking a second look at that. Uh, but uh, the Leroy Regional, it was uh, Hayworth defeating the 13-seed uh, Weldon, 25-16 and 25-10. The 5-seed Leroy defeated the 12-seed of Farmer City at Blue Ridge, 25-9, 25-8. In uh, Class 2A action, we had the two-seed Hillsboro over the eight-seed Litchfield in uh, three sets, actually. Litchfield won the first set, 27-25. Hillsboro comes back for the second one, 25-14. And the third and final set goes the way of Hillsboro, 25-18. The three-seed uh, Shelbyville over the six-seed Payne in three sets. It was uh, Shelbyville winning uh, the first set, 25-20. Third in the Saiso set, 25-19. Payne won the second one, though, to force that third and final set 25-23, but it was Shelbyville coming out with a dub. East Aldenwood River Regional is the number one seed Staunton over the ninth seed of Gillespie in two sets, 25-11, 25-12. The fourth seed of Carlinville over the five seed Alton Marquette in two sets, 25-16, 25-21. North Mac Regional, it was Piasol over the seventh seed of Pittsfield in two sets, 25-18, 25-13. It was the three seed Athens. Defeating the six seed Auburn 25-17, 25-13. Clinton Regional is the number one seed at Downs Tri-Valley over the eight seed at Stanford Olympia in two sets, 25-18, 25-11. It's the six seed uh, Deer Creek over the four seed uh, Prairie Central. So a six over a four there in two sets, 25-23, 25-15. The Westville Regional was the two seed of Westville over Arthur. Uh, 25-19 and 25-12. And it was the three-seed uh, Bismarck-Hinney-Rossville-Anvil over 
the six seed Paris in two sets, 25-10, 25-19. Lawrenceville Regional saw the two seed of Carmine White County taking down the ninth seed Cumberland in two sets, 25-9, 25-12. Six seed Newton in an upset over the three seed of Robinson, 25-22 in both games. Is the Hamilton County Regional uh, number one seed Fairfield over the seven seed Topolis, 25-8, 25-13. Is the five seed Mount Carmel defeating the four seed at Hamilton County, so a five over a four upset there, 25-21 in both games. Delona Uni Regional, it was the two seed of Bloomington Central Catholic over the seven seed of Warrensburg Latham, 25-16, 25-19, and the three seed. Over the five seed Monticello, Champagne St. Thomas More got the win in three sets, 25-23. Monticello takes the second set, 29-27. But St. Thomas More uh, comes back in the third and final set, 25-22. In Class 3A, the Decatur Eisenhower Regional is the number one seed Chatham Glenwood, taking down the host school of Decatur Eisenhower, 25-13-25-17. The fourth seed of Mount Zion. Uh, winning against the seven seed Springfield Southeast in three sets. Springfield actually won the first set 25-14. And Mount Zion takes the second one 25-22. And the third and final set 25-16. In the uh, Springfield High School Regional is the two seed Taylorville. Winning against the six seed at Jacksonville High School in two sets 25-19, 25-22. Three seed Rochester over the five seed Springfield. And Springfield actually won the first set 25-18, 25-16, excuse me. Uh, Rochester comes back in the second set, 25-20 and 25-23 to win the match. Normal University Regional, uh, number one seed Normal University wins against the seventh seed of Bloomington High School, 25-10, 25-4. It was the three seed Muhammad Seymour over the six seed Rantoul in two sets, 25-11, 25-14. FEM Regional, it was the two seed host school FEM Hearts over the uh, seventh seed Charleston, 25-9, 25-25. 16. It was a three seed Bethalto Civic Memorial winning against the six seed Olney in three sets. Olney actually wins the first set 29 27, but a Civic Memorial takes the second one 25 20 and the match 25 17. Springfield or Champaign Central Regional, the two seed Lincoln over the eight seed Urbana 25 5, 25 8. Four seed is Champaign Central defeating the five seed at Champaign Centennial 25 12, 25 19. And finally, in the Troy Triad Regional, the number one seed Highland over the nine seed of Jerseyville in two sets, 25-20, 25-15. And the five seed Salem winning against the four Troy Triad in three sets. Salem wins the first one, 25-17. Troy Triad, 25-21 in the second. And 25-22 is the final in the third set. So Salem takes the match. And that was regional action from last night. Regional championships for these games will be on Thursday. Mm -hmm. But we do have some uh, regional action before we get to the uh, regional championships tonight that we'll go through here in a second. But uh, they clean up the rest of the night's action in the junior high girls basketball in the seventh grade. Uh, it was a St. Anthony winning over Flora 16-7. In eighth grade action, St. Anthony over Flora as well, 15-11 was the final score there. And in the 8th grade National Trail Conference Tournament for junior high girls basketball, it was the ninth seed in Nioga winning against the 8th seed Dietrich 23-13. And the 4th seed Altamont winning against the 5th seed South Central 24-12. to 
in the NTC tournament will continue on tonight. That we'll get to here in a second. Uh, the uh, schedule for uh, tonight in uh, volleyball in the uh, Class 1A Santa Elmo Regional. There was supposed to be a, a match between uh, North Clay and Altima, but the uh, two seed of North Clay, Clay City, advances to the uh, regional championship due to Altima withdrawing here from the regional. So no a game there in uh, Santa Elmo tonight. So it'll just be St. Anthony versus South Central uh, tomorrow to determine who will take on North Clay mm. in the uh, regional championship. Uh, there, I believe. Gotcha. Mm, I'd have to double check that actually. Now that I'm uh, saying that out loud, but uh, we'll get yeah. we'll get an update. It'll be on the website, fmradio.com. Yeah, check it. And in the uh, KZ Westfield Regional, the number one seed Sarah Gordo taking on the seven seed at KZ at six o'clock. The four seed Oblong against the five seed at Palha at seven. Uh, Oka Valley Regionals, the two seed Windsor Stu Straws uh, taking on the eight seed Oka Valley at six. The three seed Crestman against the six seed Arcola at seven o'clock. Um, we have in the uh, South Fork Regional the number one seed uh, Judah Christian uh, against the ninth seed uh, South Fork at uh, six o'clock. In the Leroy Regional at six o'clock, it's the two seed Heritage against the six seed Argenta, and uh, the three seed Hayworth against the five seed Leroy there at seven o'clock. And we also have in a junior high girls basketball in the eighth grade uh, tournament. We have the number one seed, Sigal St. Michael, taking on the ninth seed in Nioga at 530. And we also have the two seed at Windsor Stew Straws against the seventh seed of Brownstown St. Elmo at 645. And then we have the three seed at North Clay taking on the sixth seed at CHBC at 8 o'clock there. So... Yes, we do have a match there in the volleyball regional due to that uh, uh, withdrawal by Altima. Gotcha. St. Anthony and South Central will take on each other at 6 o'clock there in St. Elmo uh, there. So uh, there, I feel good about that. Feel good. And I cleared that up there. But we'll have it reflected on the uh, website. Just click on our uh, on fmradio.com local sports tab. Uh, there is where you'll find the results uh, there on those games. All right, so uh, we will uh, come back returning with some NBA action uh, from uh, last night, opening a night in the NBA. Two games there last night that we'll hit up on coming up next here on the starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios will be right back. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Fall is here, and that means falling leaves. At Uvinger's Furniture Company, that means it's time for falling prices. So hurry out to take advantage of these savings. I've slashed prices in all departments. And remember, at Uvinger's, we have free financing available for qualified buyers. So if new furniture or bedding is in your future, then now is the time to fall into these huge savings. Only at Uvinger's Furniture Company, where the deals are worth a drive. Highway 50 East, Florida. 
Greenberg. Green. I was really galled by what Jim Irsay said. Off-putting, to say the very least. If I hear one more person say it is a privilege to be in the National Football League, I'm going to smash my head against a wall. Maybe if your father gives you a team, it's a privilege. Jonathan Taylor has busted his behind his entire life to be in the National Football League, and his stay is going to be brief. And he is doing the right thing by trying to maximize every penny from it he can possibly make because no one, he didn't inherit any of it. It's not a privilege, it's a profession to play in the National Football League. Is there an element of it being a wonderful thing? Yes, it's a pleasure to play in the National Football League, I assume. You could attach the word privilege to it if you want to, but not in the context that he was. That he should just be happy to be getting what he's getting. That was a really good example of a person saying something that he just should absolutely not say. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg, and you're listening to Effingham, source for local sports and home to Greenie on 98.9 The Game. At the Home Depot, Saturdays are about two things. Getting ready for company with the Samsung Family Hub Plus refrigerator. And football. That's right, Kirk Herbstreet. Search for recipes, check out scores, or even stream the game to the screen at the same time so you never miss a second of the action, which means you can make your famous buffalo chicken dip and have more time for football. For football. Upgrade your Saturday with Samsung and the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Meet Bruce. Hey there. He's a busy soccer dad who's trying hard to learn the game. Go for the end zone! Whoops. Luckily, other things come easy, like banking with Chase. On a tip from his banker, he set up autosave in the Chase mobile app. So what are you saving for, Bruce? Father-daughter soccer camp. Smart bankers, convenient tools, one bank with the power of both. Visit chase.com slash checking. Chase, make more of what's yours. Autosave requires a Chase checking and savings account. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. And now, they play tonight. Tonight against Michigan. If you're listening Wednesday. The starting lineup. It's not going to happen. I mean, not, Michigan's overrated, but... Traff's mm-hmm. going to be so let down tonight. I'll report about it on Saturday. On 98.9 The Game. Eric Fry, Sports Center update. The Blues couldn't keep up with the Jets during a 4-2 loss in Winnipeg. Game was scoreless entering the second period before the Jets scored two goals in 18 seconds early in the frame. St. Louis is seventh in the Central Division with five points and a 2-2-1 record. Blues visit Calgary tomorrow night. St. Louis City SC will learn their opponent for their first round playoff matchup tonight. City set to play the winner of tonight's wildcard match between Sporting KC and San Jose. St. Louis will have home pitch advantage in a best-of-three series against whoever comes out on top tonight. First contest of that series will take place at City Park on Sunday. The Blackhawks weren't able to get the puck past Jeremy Swayman during a 3-0 loss to the Bruins at United Center. Game was tied during the second period before Boston took the lead with a goal to put the Bruins up for good. Chicago remains last in the Central Division with four points and a 2-5-0 record. They visit the Golden Knights on Friday. The Bulls begin their 23-24 season with a game against Oklahoma City Thunder United Center night. The Bulls want to return to the playoffs this season after missing out with a loss in the play-in round last year. Chicago's made the postseason in just one of the last six seasons. They return most of the same roster from last year. Tonight's game tips off at 7 o'clock. And new Chicago Sky head coach Teresa Witherspoon spoke with reporters for the first time since being hired yesterday. The 57-year-old says she's always up for a challenge and that she wants to create a winning culture in Chicago. Welcome back in into the starting lineup here on 98.9 The Game. It's Travis Sparks here. Eric Fry over there with the uh, Sports Center 
reads, isn't that what everyone's trying to create in Chicago? A winning culture. A winning culture. Yes. Hashtag make sure you tune to the podcast where we'll have more about people leaving Chicago sports teams, finding new jobs, and we have another contender for somewhere for the Bears to go. So, oh boy, we'll talk more about that in the pod. Another place the Bears. Someone's could play. throwing their hat in the ring. Hmm. Very nice. So we'll check in on that in the uh, pod. But uh, right now, you talked about uh, the uh, Bulls opening uh, night. Well, last night in the NBA, it officially uh, tipped off, and the Nuggets raised the banner there as they hosted LeBron and the Lakers. And it was just another night there for the Joker as he opened up the season with, what would you expect, a triple-double on opening night. Mm -hmm. 29 points, 13 boards, 11 assists for Nikola Jokic as the Nuggets won this one, 119-107 over the uh, Lakers. And Anthony Davis had as many points as me and Eric did last night in the ah, second good, half. Good, A Big fat zero is what he had. LeBron's number two. Ofer in the second half. Didn't make a single shot. Did finish the game with 17 points, but when you don't show up in an entire half, that is that what is everyone has everyone talking uh, tonight, or uh, this morning, I guess you'd say. Uh, LeBron did have 21 points to lead the team. All five scorers were in double figures for the Lakers, but uh, just couldn't get it done last night in, in opening night. Couldn't ruin the ceremonies uh, there. But uh, the Nuggets, doing what they do, opening up their defense as uh, mm -hmm. their uh, one-two punch of Jokic had that triple-double, like I mentioned, but uh, Jamal Murray had 21 points in the game, and Caldwell Pope also had a 20 in the game as well. So uh, that's what led the Nuggets to uh, the opening night of victory. In uh, Denver, uh, as he had a couple of guys front row, Sonom Sanders and uh, Travis Hunter there from the Buffaloes, dabbed it up with LeBron there but couldn't see LeBron come out with a victory I think they were there more for LeBron than they were for you know the hometown state team the Nuggets but that's neither here nor there uh, the uh, second game of the doubleheader there was the uh, Suns they got the win over the Warriors 108 to 104 and uh, Devin Booker had himself an opening night he had 32 points to lead the way for Phoenix Last night, as Durant was struggled from the uh, field, he did end up with 18 points, but wasn't a very efficient shooting. He only shot a couple of threes, and he was 7 for 22 from the field. But uh, the Suns overcome that with uh, the performance of Devin Booker uh, there with those 32 uh, big ones. Mm-hmm. To uh, beat the Warriors, and beat the Warriors on opening night uh, there, Steph, he wasn't very efficient shooting either. Only 8 for 20, 4 for 14. Clay was 3 for 11 from beyond the arc. And I totally forgot that the moves that were made this yeah, offseason, Chris, Chris Paul was on the Warriors. Yep. And uh, he went 0 for 6 last night from three-point range. Still the fans chanting for him, Travis. 14 points for Chris Paul in his yep. debut there against his former team. One yep. of his former one teams. Of his former teams. So... It was the Suns getting the last laugh there. And a, a KD yep. getting a win over the Warriors. Is, yep, went over the Warriors, returned to Golden State. I mean, he's been there a couple times, but. Yeah. 
No love lost there. I think they gave him a nice standing ovation and whatnot. Some mm-hmm. nice cheers there. But no hard feelings. Of course. Why would why would there be? They won a championship. So. Because he could have stayed longer. They could have. But, uh, something tells me that he just didn't want to be. Wanted to go out on his own. Yeah, just didn't want to be. Uh, it was always Steph's team. Oh, yeah. Wanted it to always do will something be Steph's there with team. the Nets. But, you know, that didn't work out. Nope. Uh, either now with the uh, Suns. So uh, that was the only two games in the association uh, last night. Uh, we got a doubleheader on ESPN tonight, though. Uh, the uh, Celtics open up with the uh, Knicks. They're in MSG. Hot ticket, hot commodity. Uh, there tickets as low as $157 to get into MSG tonight. So hopefully you can uh, grab a seat to that. Jeez. And then the uh, second game of the doubleheader is Victor Wembanyama's debut as he and the Spurs host the Mavs at 830. Mm. Mavs favored by four in San Antonio. Tonight, tickets as low as $39 to see Wembanyama's debut. That's more manageable. It is. Also, if you just have a couple reasonable. bucks, Travis, uh, Atlanta at Charlotte's $10 and Washington at Indy. Ten dollars as well. Yeah, so that's a reasonable price there. Washington, the pace. I wish for the amazing new iPhone 15 Pro. That's an awful game. Whoa. Both Uh, those teams are garbage. Thunder and the Bulls, like you mentioned, they're opening the season tonight in the United Center. Two-point favorites Ah. for the Bulls. So. Pelicans at Memphis. Will Zion play? Yeah, it's game one. He's fresh. It's fresh now. Uh, also, uh, the Hawks opening up in uh, Charlotte against the Hornets. Like you mentioned, the Wizards, they're at the Pacers. The Rockets are at the uh, Magic. Uh, the Cavs open up the season in uh, Brooklyn and tonight against the Nets. Pistons are in uh, South Beach to take on the Heat. Heat favored by nine in that one. Uh, Raptors hosting the Timberwolves. All right, Travis, the season hasn't officially started yet. Mm-hmm. We're not packages in as part of our preview. There's 82 games in the season, right? There is, yes. Over under, Zion plays 43 and a half. Ooh. Uh, I'll say. I know what you're gonna say, so I'll take the over. Oh, it's 100 percent the under, Travis. <laughs> yeah. Most likely. Most what'd likely I, it'll be under. What did I say? 43 and a half, right? Yeah. He's only played 114 games in his whole career. Yeah. <laughs> Most he's ever played in a season is he played 61, 2020, 2021. Mm-hmm. Get out of here. Yep. Unfortunately. So this is the start of year five of Zion. Year five. Wow. Year five. Already in year five. That's crazy. Year five. Uh, I did have some uh, two more to clean up. The Kings are at the Jazz, and the Trailblazers without Dame are in L.A. to take on the Clippers. Hmm. Clippers favor by nine in that one. So some lopsided lines there in the Heat and Clippers game. Uh, There we'll see if Kawhi plays, but... Most likely it will, because it's the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. Only game one. Fresh. Fresh. 
and maybe someone will be playing on a Thursday, and that's James Harden, as apparently he has shown up yep. to the uh, 76ers facility in their practice before their game and before they travel uh, to Milwaukee, and that uh, they'll open up the season there in Milwaukee uh, tomorrow. He's there. Yep. So, all Travis, I'm gonna I'm gonna say something that uh, um, you will get, and probably no one else will, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. James Harden is suiting up because if James Harden plays, he's worth more money for the 76ers, and he's worth more money elsewhere. Right. Yeah. It's the only reason he's there. Only reason. So, we'll see what he does uh, tomorrow night there against the uh, Bucks. All right. Uh, so, uh, that was our NBA talk. And uh, coming up, we'll close out uh, talking about some NHL and uh, some of the uh, Frozen uh, Frenzy action uh, that happened uh, last night in hockey. Coming up to close out the starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. Hey, son, how are you feeling? Uh, I'm fine, Pops. What's on your mind? I just, I can't explain it. Navigating, without a compass, eyes waiting, started to wonder. Metamorphosis, loss of who you thought you was. When your kid can't find the language, help them find the lyrics. Listen to the Sound It Out album and get tips and tools to start a conversation at SoundItOutTogether.org. Brought to you by Ad Council and Pivotal Ventures. Imagine the possibilities with Teutopolis State Bank. This is Jerry Rundy. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around. Talk with your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Teutopolis State Bank. In Teutopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. A lot of schools talk about training the cybersecurity workforce of the future, but do they really deliver? My Computer Career has been supplying the IT workforce with thousands of skilled, certified pros for 15 years. Train with the experts in support, networking, or cybersecurity and start your career in months, not years. Upskill even faster. On campus or live online, qualified students may get financial aid, including the GI Bill. My Computer Career. Accredited. Acclaimed. Effective. Take the free career evaluation at mycomputercareer.edu. Klein Tools are new at Lowe's, pros. Lowe's knows you want top brands and quality products, and Klein Tools delivers. Right now, get the Klein three-piece Modbox mobile workstation for $319.94 and the Klein five-piece cushion grip screwdriver set for just $34.97, both exclusively at Lowe's. Shop the largest selection of Klein Tools, the highest quality tool brand at Lowe's. Because Lowe's knows tools, Lowe's knows pros. And now... But I think that it would be just funny if Ohio State, after Dabo ranked them number 11, they come in and whoop some Clemson Tiger butt, and the last image of Trevor Lawrence is him crying his eyes out, losing in a semifinals, knowing that he's going to Jacksonville and to NFL purgatory. The starting lineup. So what we found out on this episode of the podcast, by the way, is that Travis is very vengeful and hurtful to others. Absolutely. On 98.9 The Game. 
Welcome back in to the uh, starter lineup here on 98.9 The Game. We're only here on 98.9, just a uh, smidge a bit longer. we still got more stuff to uh, clean up in uh, the uh, podcast. But let's take a look at uh, some NHL action from uh, last night. And we had a lot of it. 32 teams, all 32 teams were involved here. So we had uh, 16 games and we had uh, staggered starts and whatnot. ESPN presented the uh, Frozen uh, Frenzy. Definitely checked out that game and those games and that uh, presentation uh, there. I thought it was everything that you wanted it to be. It was action-packed, uh, kind of trying to do their best of what uh, the red zone mm-hmm. does for the NFL. And, I I mean, I'm, I like hockey, so right. uh, I thought it was pretty cool uh, overall. And, I mean, how exciting was that uh, Kraken Red Wings game that they caught the end of. The Ducks and uh, Blue Jackets ended up going to overtime. Uh, Ducks won that one 3-2 to two in OT over the Blue Jackets, and the Kraken scored at the very last second. That looked like it was going to go to a shootout, but uh, Kraken scored there at the very last uh, second to win it in OT uh, against the uh, Red Wings there, and the final was 5-4. to four. Eric mentioned it in the sports center hits, but the two area teams here, the Jets, they won over the Blues, my Blues. A couple of goals in the second and third periods for Winnipeg. Picks up the dub over uh, St. Louis, and the Blackhawks got shut out 3-0 to zero over the Bruin, against the Bruins. You said yesterday, Travis, that there was uh, entertainment that you could put on of who's going to score the least amount of goals, and Sure Blackhawks enough, did their job. They were the, they were the favorites. The Hurricanes got shut out as well, but I don't know how that works out with the uh, all the entertainment the purposes. Maybe yeah. it was a push or whatnot, but uh, that was the only other shutout there. There was a handful of teams that picked up one goal. Uh, the Maple Leafs uh, they won against the Capitals of four to one. Uh, Austin Matthews had a goal. Ovechkin also had a goal as well, and that was his hundred and twenty third career goal uh the sabers they won over the senators six to four uh like i mentioned the lightning picked up the shutout against the hurricanes three to zero uh the devils they won by three over the canadians five to two uh hughes had uh four assists in Mm. that one and uh tyler tolafi had a uh, hat trick uh new jersey uh, the Stars, they got the win over the uh, Penguins, so 4-1. to one. Uh, The Panthers won over the Sharks, 3-1. to one. Uh, The Avalanche, they put up a 7 spot, 7-4 to four over the Islanders. And Avalanche off to an amazing start, 6-0 and oh currently on the season. And the uh, Bruins with their win against the Blackhawks, they're also 6-0 and oh to start, start the season as well. Uh, let's see. Elsewhere, the Wild got the win over the Connor mcdavid Oilers, not off to a great start. Edmonton only won 4-1 and one yeah. start of the season, so not good. Kind of sound like the Blackhawks. Uh, there, yeah. Um, Hartman had a hattie for the Wild there on the 7-4 win. Uh, the Canucks 3-2 over the uh, Preds. Uh, the Rangers, they won over the Flames 3-1. Kings over the Coyotes, 6-3. And the Knights picked up the win over the Flyers in the last game of the night there. And mentioned Bruins off to an undefeated start. Avalanche off to a 3-0 start. 
the Knights. They are also off to an amazing start. 7-0 and are the Golden Knights. That's who we have on Friday, Travis. Yes. So Look forward to that, L. Good luck. Good luck with all that. Yep. With the Knights, they've been impressive. And, of course, I said you could have some entertainment last night. I think the line was 103.5 for the total goals. And I may have misspoke in our pre-show meeting, but it was still under 102. Ah. Under, just I barely. Yeah, just, take the win. Just barely. So 102 goals last night. Thank you, Blackhawks. They were scored by 93 different players. Wow. The 93 different players to score a goal are the second most in a single day in NHL history uh, there. So, uh, man, what a night for uh, hockey, and I think it worked out. You say that, Travis, but you could have picked a better night to do this. Yeah. You I know, mean, you couldn't predict the, the game start seven. of the NBA season, I know you couldn't predict game seven. But is NBA season opening night? Yeah, it, you ended up having a game seven, which you may have not known it was going to go to seven, but you knew there was going to be a three game gap, you know, a three day gap. Uh, right, and you, I, I guess you would kind of figure out the NBA would be starting around this time. I, I guess you'd have to. I mean, to me, Wednesday would have been the right day. I know it's a full slate of NBA, but that kind of makes it diluted. Mm-hmm. Because there's more of it, you obviously right. don't want to do Thursday because you have NFL. Oh, yeah. the, one of the reasons why you couldn't do it on Wednesday is because ESPN has the NBA. I mean, right. I, I know it's a loaded schedule on NBA side, but e, NBA ha, or ESPN has the NBA right. slate tonight. So you couldn't do Monday because of Monday Night Football. Mm-hmm. You couldn't do Wednesday. You couldn't do Thursday because you don't want to compete against the NFL. Even right. though it's on Prime, you still don't want to compete against it. Friday night we know it's notoriously bad for TV. Mm-hmm. You don't want to compete against college football on Saturday. You really don't want to compete against the NFL on Sunday. So you really didn't have a day. <laughs> right. Uh, but, uh, hey, you know, it uh, was what it was. Uh, it was what it they, was. It is what it is. I hope they, I hope they do more of it. But that was yesterday was kind of uh, an outlier with all 32 yeah. teams in action Got another one, well. I think, scheduled for January. And say so we do have another one. Uh, coming up there uh, but the Golden Knights they've won a six straight or now seven straight to begin uh, the season that's the longest win streak to begin a season by a defending Stanley Cup champion and the previous was five shared by the 85 uh, Oilers and the 20 Senators that's mm. the 1920 Senators oh 1920 yes <laughs> so uh, Knights off to a, a fabulous start uh, there. All right, so that will do it here for us on a Terrestrial Radio. We'll get to uh, some more things in the uh, podcast. But coming up next here on ESPN Radio is a Carlin versus a Joe. So enjoy. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. <laughs> Welcome back in. Welcome to overtime of the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry here. Got some uh, stuff to uh, clean up here. We got some more 
Uh, baseball talk wanted to look at some TV ratings mm-hmm. uh, for the World Series that we were talking about with the upcoming one with the Rangers and Diamondbacks, where we think it'll stack up in the rankings of least watched, possibly. Um, and we'll also be uh, cleaning up some other stuff as well. Um, sports history. And this day in sports history as well. We had a big one today yep. for this state in sports history. Yep. So uh, we'll get to that as well. And uh, is there anything on sports in there that you wanted to clean up? There yes. was uh, there's quite a few things you wanted yes, to get yes, to. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, the Cubs are in a market for a new assistant general manager. It's according to ESPN. Craig Breslow is set to become Boston's new head of baseball operations. 43-year-old has been serving as the Cubs assistant general manager and vice president of pitching. Breslow had been in the Cubs organization since 2019. And Travis, online... A lot of Cubs fans upset with this because they really like feel this, this guy's really turned around the Cubs pitching staff um, since he's been there. So hmm. uh, a lot of Cubs fans upset that this guy is going to Boston. Um, but yeah. Also, hmm. I didn't know vice president of pitching was a thing. I would love to become the vice president. <laughs> vice of president of pitching. Nice. That what just a job. Important. What yes. a job title. <laughs> All right, here we go, Travis. Another Chicago suburb would like to be the new home of the Bears, as the town of Country Club Hills released a statement saying they would like to be considered for a new stadium site. However, the statement does not give a specific location for the site, <laughs> but it implored the Bears to not rule out the s- south suburbs as they continue their search for a new spot. Arlington Heights, Waukegan, and Naperville are among other suburbs that the Bears are considering, along with Rockford and I think Peoria, Joliet. I think Joliet threw their name. I don't know. I don't know where the Bears are going to end up playing. <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, the team is multiple different places. Visit the Chargers. Yeah, spend half at one, half at another. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> Um, let's see here. Oh, rapper Lil Wayne is uh-huh. investing in the sport of pickleball, Travis. Uh, He's the latest pickleball. co-owner of the Texas Ranchers team based out of Austin. The Grammy winner joins golfer Scotty Scheffler, Dallas Cowboys star Micah Parsons, and jewelry designer Kendra Scott, who are also investors. In a statement, the rap star said he's enjoyed watching the sport and, quote, couldn't pass up the opportunity to join this team of owners, end quote. The Ranchers are one of Major League Pickleball's Founding teams. Hmm. Been into that. Pickleball. Yep. Still going strong. Padres manager Bob Melvin has been hired away by the Giants. ESPN reports that Bob Melvin is returning to his native Bay Area to manage the Giants after two years in San Diego. Melvin helped lead the Padres to the National League Championship Series in 2022, but the team missed the postseason this season. With reports of disagreements between Melvin and Padres general manager owner A.J. Preller, San Francisco requested and was granted permission to interview Melvin this weekend. Hmm. One of the top managers in baseball could be stepping down from his position this offseason. The Athletic is reporting that Houston manager Dusty Baker has told multiple people that the 2023 season would be his last with the Astros. Baker managed this season on a one-year contract that has expired. Astros were eliminated in Game 7 on Monday. 74-year-old has managed for 26 Major League seasons and then Houston to a World Series title in 2022. Yep, he got his World Series ring last year, so he's been a baseball lifer. But oh yeah, looks like might be hanging it up. Yep, but he's one of those guys, Travis, that I wish would have decided on this at the beginning of the season because I would have liked to have seen teams, you know, honor him. Right, like like the Cubs. Yeah. Like I know the Cubs probably would have done something for him, you know, mm-hmm. going to Wrigley. Right, but he doesn't seem like the type of guy that wanted that. He doesn't. So. No, he, he doesn't. That's the thing. He seems very 
you know, and how fitting that he Humble. is announcing his retirement. I think it actually kind of came out a little bit yesterday, and we talked did, about yeah. how yesterday was the anniversary of his son almost getting plowed over at home plate. So mm-hmm. maybe that's what it was. He heard us talk about that anniversary. He's like, oh, I don't want that to happen again. I'm out of here. Maybe. I'm out of here. Maybe even though this... My grandson. Yeah, however many years ago, you yeah. have to put it. It's the grandkids <laughs> that get a run over this time. Uh, the NFL has reduced the suspension for Broncos safety Kareem Jackson. League announced the suspension was reduced from four games to two after Jackson appealed his violation of the unnecessary roughness rules. Hmm. Why veteran wide receiver Marvin Jones Jr. is stepping away from the game. Jones announced on social media that he's taking a step back from his spot on the Lions roster to tend to family manners. The Lions announced that they released Jones shortly after his announcement. He did not travel with the team for last Sunday's loss to the Ravens due to personal matters. 33-year-old Wynott has five catches for 35 yards in six games this season. Mm-hmm. The Patriots are moving on from a promising playmaker. New England has released quarterback Malik Cunningham. The 25-year-old originally signed with the Pats as an undrafted free agent out of Louisville before joining the practice squad. He had signed a three-year contract with the team just 11 days ago. Cunningham made the transition to a dual-threat quarterback receiver role in New England and could return to the practice squad if he clears waivers. Hmm. The Cardinals are losing their starting tight end to injured reserve. Arizona's placed Zach Ertz on IR because of a quad strain. Ertz was injured in the Cardinals' 20-10 loss to the Seahawks. Finished the game with three catches, 19 yards. 32-year-old tight end is Arizona's third leading receiver with 187 yards this season. Ertz notably tore his ACL in Week 10 last year. The Cardinals signed tight end Blake Whitehart off their practice squad in a corresponding move. That was a that's a guy who was a flash in the pan, Travis. Maybe it's because he's in Arizona. But Zach Ertz, it's like he was a big deal for like two seasons, and then he went to Arizona and disappeared in the desert. Right? Yeah, he kind of he had some success last season, mm-hmm. but yeah, the injury injury bug also was there. Yep. Uh, as well, he just kind of seems like that type of guy that's injury prone. Yep. Yep. There, so uh, the Titans. Speaking of injury prone, the Titans are uncertain of who will start under center for them in Week Eight. Head coach Mike Vrabel said Tuesday that they may use two quarterbacks, Travis, in Uh-oh. Sunday's game against the Falcons. If Ryan Tannehill is unable to play, Tannehill is dealing with a high ankle sprain that he suffered in Week Six against the Ravens. Tennessee is coming off its bye week and will divide first-team reps between Malik Willis and rookie Will Levitz during practice this week. I saw Will Levis might see some action. So, two quarterbacks means you have no quarterback. You have none. Yes. And, hold on, let me let me double check here. Um, got kind of some late news here. Uh, police in suburban New Orleans have released the body cam footage of the arrest of Saints star Chris Olave. The NFL player was arrested for reckless driving Monday night. At one point, the wide receiver told the Kenner police officer that he was an NFL player. That was met by a shrug as the handcuffs were tightened. A police report suggests that his Dodge Charger was, quote, recklessly maneuvering between lanes and around other drivers. He was booked into jail, but has since bonded out. The Saints had no comment on the matter. Yeah, I saw that body cam footage, and he was like, I play for the Saints. And the officer had no no reaction. That's not helping you. And? Yeah. That's what he said. And? And? He was arrested for driving 70 through a residential area. Yeah. That's not good. And finally, Travis, Mm -hmm. the mural of Kobe Bryant. We have an update on it. We've talked about this at length. We followed this story. The, The store owner wanted to tear it down. Kobe Bryant's wife got involved about trying to keep it. Mm-hmm. 
the mural of Kobe and his daughter Gianna in downtown Los Angeles will get to stay because... Well, thank goodness for that. Because the NBA 2K video game franchise has reached an agreement with the owner of the building that the mural is painting on, painted on. The one-year extension will keep the mural from being painted over and replaced with advertising. Brian's widow, Vanessa, recently joined the fight to save the mural, which is just a few blocks away from Crypto.com Arena. So it's NBA 2K stepping up and made a one-year deal with the building. Now, what happens a year from now? Well, we'll figure that out in a year. Exactly. But for right now, the mural's getting to stay thanks to NBA 2K franchise. Thank you, 2K. So 2K better have that in one of their games coming up, right? Like the next I mean, NBA 2K, that should be like the neighborhood you walk around. There needs to be that mural up there if they're going to... I'm sure it was, and when it, uh, 2K24, Kobe was on the cover. Or I think he was on the normal cover. I don't know. I I quit buying 2K games. Yeah, he's. They're he's all on, the same. This is 24. They're all the same. They don't do anything to update things. You don't want to play with uh, Victor no. Wembanyama? No, it's a roster update. I can download the roster to the current game I have. You can't download Victor Wambanyama. Not exactly, but I can download someone. No. Oh, a couple other things real quick. Um, Army has been approved to join the AAC for football. I did see that. And Craig Council is going to interview for the Mets job. Mm-hmm. Yep, I knew that his tenure there in Milwaukee may be done. I sure never enough. I, I never thought – I thought he was going to be a, a brewer for life. Like, he played for them, like – I know he also played for the Diamondbacks, but sure. I just never saw him. I, I ne- can't imagine him managing anywhere else. Yeah. Could be a little weird. Mm-hmm. Maybe something they gave since 2015, Travis. Yeah. It's been a while. However, who is the new baseball president of baseball operations there with the Mets? I have no idea. David Stearns, who was the Brewers president in 2022. Uh, so he'd be reunited with Mr. Stearns. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> have a reunion there mm. so the Mets will make the playoffs but not advance past the first round naturally because that's what they do that's I mean that's what Craig Council teams do <laughs> yeah if we know anything else about Craig Council teams that's what they do yep uh, and also there was uh, some news on the uh, line eye front but there it's not really surprising uh, at all but uh, coach Bielema spoke to some of the media uh, in his preparations for the off week uh, there. And uh, Coach Bielema said that Johnny Newton will miss the first half of the Minnesota game, follows injection, his ejection for targeting. Uh, the appeal to play the first half had been denied, and they appealed that with the, through the NCAA, not the Big Ten there. So uh, that's the process they have to go through when you ejected from the game, and it happened in the second half, so he's got to be suspended for the first half, and looks like that's going to hold through there against the Gophers uh, a couple of weeks from now when they play the Gophers. Uh, there, I think you should so. be suspended for this week. Well, the entire team is suspended for this week. Exactly. So, I mean, he's done his time. He's not playing this weekend. Exactly. And that's what that's what Bielema, Coach B, should have argued there. Yeah, he's not playing this weekend. <laughs> he already is suspended. Suspension is done. There you go. I like I like where your head's at. I'm trying. I like that. We need all the help we can get. Yeah. That's that's for sure. So big time. 
All right, so uh, let's take a look at uh, some uh, World Series action and uh, pulled up some of the numbers from the uh, ratings. So we talked about it probably won't be one of the highest rated ever for the Rangers and Diamondbacks World Series to come up and where it's going to stack up and uh, whatnot. Is it going to be uh, the most watched? Probably not. 44.2 million on average uh, watched the 1978 World Series. So uh, I doubt it's going to reach that mark. Who is that? 78. That was the Yankees and Dodgers. Oh, well, of course. Right, exactly. Two biggest markets. So not surprising there. Uh, what is concerning and has been concerning for the last couple of years is that the least viewed World Series on average have been the last three consecutive years. Uh, in 2022 was the third least World Series on average, 11.7 million viewers mm. on average. In 2021, 11.744 million people. And in 2020, during the pandemic, 9.7 million on average viewed the World Series. So 2020 is the least viewed World Series in history. Uh, the others that cracked the top five is 2012. And that was between the Giants and the Tigers. And then in 2008, as well, was also the fifth least watched uh, series. And that involved uh, the Phillies and the Rays mm. there. So, I mean, $9.6 million, uh for the uh, Game 5. Yeah, it was Game 5 there. So... Where will this year's stack up? I was actually kind of surprised that in 2011 with the uh, Cardinals, uh, game seven or game six had 12.7 uh, viewers. I think that was peak, and game seven had 14.7 mm. uh, peak viewers, but 25.4 million on average viewers. I think for total viewers, uh, watched that game seven. So it's a lot for 2011 for the yeah. Cardinals. Yeah. And just about the same. I mean, game two was the least watched of that 06 World Series. And um, in 2016, the Cubs and uh, Indians, they had a pretty strong rating. The only least watched was uh, 9.3 million in game four. And, of course, the big one it averaged yeah. 21.8. A million viewers in game seven of that 2016. That was the game. Yeah. 40 million Even viewers if you for game seven. didn't have a horse in the race. Yeah. You were watching that game because history was going to happen. Right. You knew someone was going to get their first World Series victory in a long time. Mm -hmm. And then it was all going smoothly until Chili Davis. <laughs> yep. But Start off with Dexter Fowler Homer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You thought you were feeling good. We were. And then Chili it wasn't. Davis. And then uh, J and rain. The rain and the the speech. The speech. By Jason Hayward. Cubs legend forever, Jason Hayward. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. By the way, speaking of which, well, no, we'll wait till we get to our this day in sports history. Because I missed one yesterday. You missed one. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I feel like there was something else that we wanted to talk about before the this day in sports history. I feel like there was something, something else. Was it just the Bears? Yeah, the Bears. New home. I did want to. I, I did want to talk a little NASCAR. If we can talk okay. NASCAR, yeah, specifically NASCAR video game. We talked about two K, and uh, what they're them saving the the mural there. But it made me think of the NASCAR video game. Which, as we heard, was bought by iRacing, that license, 2025. They'll be coming out with a game. But the head of um, uh, iRacing did an interview recently, Travis. And there are a couple of interesting things he said in this interview that I wanted to spotlight. If you're a video game fan mm-hmm. like me, that'll make you excited. And also, he's digging at the previous company who we've talked about, which is <laughs> absolutely awful. He shakes a shot at them. So let me let me read some of what he says. Uh-huh. First of all, he says, quote, I think people want a compelling experience, something that makes them feel like they're doing this thing they love. I think they want a fun experience in the sense that they want features and content inside of the game that go beyond the Cup Series, other areas of sport, be it grassroots, then trucks and Xfinity. So basically he's saying, we know that you want a career mode where you start at the bottom and you work your way up. Mm-hmm. This is yeah. going to be in the game. This that's, is happening. They that's also, the formula. That, again, that's what people want. They, mm-hmm. they want to do that. Um, he said, I think one of the things we want to be clear is like everything is going to be a progression. It's going to be progression. It's going to keep, as far as the game itself, you're going to have to, you know, excel at one level to move to the next, which again, I think is great for video games. Mm-hmm. They also, Travis announced that they're building their own engine. They're not using the video game engine that the past developers used. They're starting from scratch and rebuilding the whole thing, nice. which, again, I think is a great idea because of their past experience. They mm-hmm. know what they're doing. So yeah. um, let's see here. Uh, basically, a lot of stuff under the hood, um, you know, stuff like that. Um, you know, they they say they, um, you know, they don't know what of their current brand is going to make it into the game. Um, as far as the iRacing product, um, whether that be historical tracks or different kind of cars or stuff like that. So um, it's going to be a true simulation. Um, but because, if you are, are a fan of a wheel, probably not a wheel. This game's kind of designed for the gamepad. It's designed for your controller as opposed to the, the driving wheel. Because they're like, we have a game for you at the driving wheel. That's the iRacing. Like, mm-hmm. this is more for the casual gamer, which again... That's what you want to hear from a game. It's for casual fans who can pick up and play Mm -hmm. that don't have to have experience with air pressures and know what the engine gear ratios need to be or anything like that. You can have that if you want to have that, but it shouldn't be a requirement in order to run good. You should be able to just pick up the game and play it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So they're going to, they're going to work on that but here's here's them throwing shade and i love this i love this because i think this is what nascar fans have been wanting to say um basically they they say that this is a they're aiming for triple a gaming um triple a a triple a game which is gaming jargon for multi-year projects with big budgets that's what they're trying to create here which again is great news because it makes you think there's a future here Mm-hmm. But here's here's what we're gonna. <laughs> this is this is throwing shade, and I love this okay. quote. Uh-huh. So again, I think what people can expect is that we're gonna deliver a finished product. It's not going Ooh. to be incomplete. It's gonna have those things that people want, but there's gonna be a first step and then follow ups beyond that. 
We've proven at iRacing as a company that we're going to take our time and do things the right way as opposed to rushing something out just to collect our 60 to 70 bucks. We're going <laughs> to put something out the right way. It won't be incomplete. Oh. That's what that's what us <laughs> racing fans have been wanting to hear for a year. A complete game. Because that last NASCAR game that came out, it is still, Travis, two years later, unplayable. You still cannot play it right now. Hmm. You try to pit and you end up going like seven laps down. Jeez. And or or you just get knocked out of the race for no reason. It mm-hmm. is a broken piece of garbage. Wow. And that was our last and, and so NASCAR fans have been angry for years mm-hmm. because that was the last game. Right. That came out. And they said the the former developer said, Oh yeah, well we're doing an update so you can get the twenty twenty three car. You can get the car tomorrow. Ooh. The new car. Mm-hmm. So they announced that they were going to do a 2022 upgrade, Travis. Yeah. And it came out in 2023. Oh. So oh. there were drivers that weren't in the same cars that they are giving this yeah, new update for. Exactly. So you're a year behind. And the game was still broke. They still didn't fix the game. Jeez. Yeah. it's. If you ever have some downtime, Travis, search for NASCAR the game. I think it's 2021. Um, like bloopers are funny. I mean, some of the the things that happen on this game, the computer doesn't know how to stop, mm-hmm. and so it just keeps running into people. Like there'll be oh. a big pileup, and it just keeps happening. Right. Great stuff. Mm. Uh, yeah, I haven't played a NASCAR game in forever. Does this make you want to at least? look at it yeah i'll I'll see if i can check it out Mm -hmm. sure yeah because i mean back in the day old school stuff i like that Mm -hmm. and i like the whole career mode working your way up yep if you actually can work your way up and and that's promoted yep that's what they're trying to do and and you know another thing i know that you know people want is to be owners of teams and hire other drivers to drive for them and Hmm. and iRacing says we don't know yet everything we're going to be able to fit in there because again, we're building this from the ground up from scratch. Yeah. But we have a team that's already done a game. They just released the world of outlaws game two years ago, which Mm -hmm. is an absolutely marvelous game. I have it. It is a great, great game with a career mode. You start at a local level at local little tracks in your region. And then you kind of get to a regional level and then you kind of get to the national level which is how it should be like and you can't pro- you can't progress until you've made enough progress in the one mm-hmm. like that's how it right. should be that's realistic yeah you know the odds of someone hopping in and and he continued in the interview i didn't read it but he said you know when i worked at papyrus which was the computer game company that mm-hmm. has nascar racing 2003 which is still played to this day still has a cult like following still having mods made to it he said, when we made that game, we made a crucial, crucial error. He said, we put you in an 800-pound horsepower car that had no traction and told you to go. He's like, yeah. that's not realistic. You're not going to start there. No. You're going to start in something smaller, more manageable, and then work your way up. Mm. And he's like, that's what the game experience should be. Right. Which I agree. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, yeah. No one's getting in a cup car for their first ever drive. No. I've never raced before. Put me in the 24. So, yeah, we're going to yeah. throw you in there. <laughs> now, again, that can be an option if you just want to do a quick race with some buddies or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's fine. But if you're wanting to do a career immersive thing, the other thing they said, Travis, is they're going to be some onlineness of it, but don't expect a whole lot. Don't expect a lot, huh? Because, again... If you want to race online, we already have a service for that. Mm. This is for console. This is for for console and for people to play with friends. What that means is... Say, so you need on, online. Right, but not like online 40-man fields. Like mm-hmm. online with like four buddies. Like that sort of thing is what I'm getting. You're not going to be able to do an online season mode for example, um, or like Madden with online franchises and, you know, people do, I don't think that's what they're, they're looking at because again, they have a service for that already. If you want to do that, there is a way to do that. That's much better than what they can give you on the console for that. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. The way it sounded like to me, Travis, is something you and me have complained about for sports games for years. They're going to make a sports game that is catered to the single fan who wants to play a game by himself. Right. And I love that. Because <laughs> not enough games do that nowadays. I was going to say, maybe that's uh, just uh, bucking the trend, doing but, something different. Which, again, there's nothing wrong with that. No. I mean... For example, we mentioned NBA 2K. See, full circle. Brought it back around because I'm a professional. We mentioned NBA 2K earlier. Mm -hmm. You can't play career mode on that unless you're connected to the internet. Hmm. You can't take your guy through just a season on his own because you have to go to the neighborhood and you have to go do these other things. You can't even get into the career mode unless you are connected to the internet. Hmm. Even if you don't want to do any of those other things, even if you just want to play the game, you cannot play a career mode game unless you are connected to the internet. Really? Which is dumb. Yeah. At least Madden and like MLB The Show, you're allowed to do stuff offline. Mm-hmm. Right. Don't make me have to do it, you know. Right. Oh, you want to take your one guy and control your one guy for an entire career? You better be connected to the internet. And you better mm. pay stubs. Yeah, that's also important. Which, again, I don't think you can do that in a NASCAR game. Like, what would you be paying for? Mm-hmm. Right. There's no, like, I mean, yes, I think they're going to have transactions of, like, DLC, paint jobs, and stuff like that. But as far as in-game microtransactions, that's that game gaming companies love to use. Game word, buzzword. I don't think you can have that in a NASCAR game. Because what are you? What are the microtransactions going to be used for? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I and you know our people, some people like us maybe would think that that's cool of the paint different paint schemes, but will other people find that cool? Oh yeah, there's there's definitely gamers out there who want that want that experience, especially if they're able to put in some old cars, some classic drivers, stuff like that. Um, but even so, Travis, if it was a thing to where, again, you don't have to get DLC. Mm-hmm. It's not required. Your gaming experience is not going to be lessened because you got that. 
Whereas if you're wanting to play Madden Ultimate Team, you have to have microtransactions to compete. Oh, Otherwise, yeah. you can't compete. For it's sure. the same thing with the show. You have to buy those packs or you're not going to be able to compete. Mm-hmm. 2K, all the games have microtransactions if you want to compete because there's other people who are competing using it that way. Yeah. Right. A NASCAR game is a race car. Mm-hmm. How can you microtransaction it? Right, you can't. It'd be tough. You can't. And that's why I think a lot of people like racing online because the cars are the same. It's your mm-hmm. driving that makes the difference. And little adjustments you can make on the car, yeah. But that doesn't require me to go out and spend 80 more dollars in order to get a special tool that you don't have, Travis. Mm-hmm. Right. That just means I have to play the game more and tinker to find the best setup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very optimistic. I know 2025 is a long time. It we is. don't know a quarter or anything of 2025. But we're almost to 2024 right now. So. We are. We're more, we are. Toward, we're more towards 2024 than the beginning. Yes. Of 2023. So I'm, 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 I'm ready for it. I am hoping that uh, this game is going to be good. Hoping it's going to be good. Yep. All right. This day in sports history. This day in sports history. Let's right. get to it. We have one from yesterday. It's just a little side note. As it was on this day yesterday, Travis, that we got the famous tweet um that was uh Kyle Schwarber has boarded a plane and is heading to Cleveland he will DH in game 1 of the World Series. Mm, there you go. I loved it. Made loved an appearance. It. And and sure enough. started a amazing World Series that no one saw coming mm-hmm. for for Kyle Schwarber. Right, yeah. After didn't play the whole season. Yeah, destroying his leg in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Tied it back in. Oh, yeah. Uh, on this date in 2015, Kirk Cousins throws a game-winning touchdown in the final 30 seconds to beat the Bucks. Then exclaims, "You like that?" at a video camera after the game. Ah, uh, classic. Yep. Put Kirk Cousins on the map. Uh, October 25th, 2003, Josh Beckett becomes the first pitcher since Jack Morris in 1991 to pitch a shutout in a decisive World Series game as the Marlins beat the Yankees in Game Six. Beckett, just 23 years old, was named the World Series MVP. Josh Beckett. John, that's a name for you, isn't nice. it? Nice, yes. And finally, on this day in 1986, after the Mets tied Game 6 of the World Series on a wild pitch in extra innings, perhaps the most famous error in baseball history is committed. A ground ball by Mookie Wilson slides through the legs of Red Sox first baseman Bill Buckner, allowing the Mets to win in walk-off fashion. The curse of the Bambino continues again after the Mets go on to win Game 7. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the comparisons between that and Bartman are just... I mean, one was a World Series, one was an LCS. But still, yeah. there was a Game 7, and Red Sox fans were like, no, there's not. It's over. <laughs> like, it's over. It was pretty well over. It was It was over. How do, you, how do you come back from that? Yeah. You can't. Bill Buckner with his Cubs batting glove underneath of his glove. Yes. Who could forget that small detail? That's just an awesome And how he was traded awesome to the Red Sox from the Cubs that year. Mm-hmm. Like the, That's why he still had the glove. Yep, yep. The, the Cubs curse moved to Boston. Yep. Shows up all over the place. Oh, man. You had two curses going against you there. The curse of the Bambino. No way you were winning that one. And the However, curse of the Billy Goat. Fans 
being as mean as they will to were to Bill Buckner is unnecessary. Oh my gosh, yeah. You know, yeah, haunted I, him, haunted him for years yes. until he they won move. the World Series. He couldn't live in Boston anymore. And then once they finally won it, it's like, oh, it's okay now. It's exactly the same as Steve Bartman. Like right. exactly the same. How about we just don't like beat these people up in the first place? Right. Like that Yeah. Bartman probably just moved to a suburb of Chicago. He probably didn't move out of Illinois. No, he's there. He's there. People have seen him. They've talked to him. He well, just doesn't want to come out. Well, let's get him on camera. I no. want to see him and talk to him. No, he doesn't want to. He's been offered so much money to go to like conventions and stuff, and he turns him down all the time. He doesn't want to be known. Well, conventions is a different thing. Uh, that's kind of you're trotted out there like a circus animal or something like that, like put on a like a freak show thing back in the day. Yeah. But so I could see why the conventions wouldn't work out. But but what, what's the TV interview? It's the same thing. Not really. Oh look, here's the guy who ruined the '03 season for us. But all is forgiven. We're champions. That's right. We got it done in 2016. So just let him live his life. It's just a footnote. Now it is. Yep. Just like Seiya Suzuki is going to be a footnote for dropping that baseball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it'll live for now. Yeah. Until the in next history. blunder. Until the next blunder. Until, until we have blunder. to wait until... Next April or next September Yep. for the next blunder. Oh, Travis, you're being generous thinking we're going to be in it in September. That's cute. You were. You were until this year. That's because the Cardinals had a historically bad season. If you guys were decent, we wouldn't have been there. Mm. But we're going to If spend you guys money. were decent, the Diamondbacks aren't in the World Series, Travis. It's your fault. It's, it's all the Cardinals' <laughs> fault. Blame, blame Mo. <laughs> It's all Mosaic's fault. I gladly will. Mm. But someone might be coming soon to the coaching staff to help save the Cardinals, and uh, someone from Japan as well might be coming as well. Not Shohei Otani. No. But another pitcher from Japan. Who you right now don't know the name of. But I will. I'm saying on a national scale. But... You will. You will, according to Travis. You will, and he's a Cy Young candidate for the NL Central champions, St. Louis Cardinals. Nah. With what a rotation that's going to be with him, Aaron Nola, Sonny Gray, Miles <laughs> Michaelis. Travis, have you been playing MLB The Show again? <laughs> I have, actually. Yeah, okay. That's your rotation on that <laughs> game, not in real life. Remember, this is the Cardinals. You're going to get a discount Clayton Kershaw. <laughs> Gosh. On a one-year deal, because that's all they open up the pocketbook for. Ugh, it's gross. Hmm. Hope that doesn't happen. Yes, because past history tells us otherwise, right? Hmm. Yeah, but it's going to be different. It's different this time. Is it? Yeah, it will be. Okay. I hope so. Yeah. And I'm just, okay, I'm going to say something, Travis, you're not going to want to hear. <laughs> but I'm going to say it. Bringing in that person on your coaching staff is a fatal mistake. Why? For next year. Why? Because you already have Marmol pitching or coaching on a one-year deal. His seat is already hot. His contract expires at the end of next year. 
if you don't think there's going to be infighting because basically you're bringing in the guy who's replacing him before the season starts, not even giving him a chance, you're out of your mind. Well, patience is wearing very thin for Marmol. So, yeah. But that's my thing. I couldn't bring in the guy to replace him before the season even starts. Hmm. And just basically manager and waiting, just waiting for him to fall. Yeah, we are. Because, again, what do you do then if he comes out and he has an amazing year as a manager? You just let him walk? I mean, it's something the Cardinals have done before. Manager of the year. See you out the door. But. Well, that was also different because uh, Schilt disagreed uh, with some tactics by the organization the and their philosophy, the philosophies didn't match up. So that's why they got rid of him more than anything. And Oliver Marmol is a yes man of all yes man. So uh, that's completely different. So that's why they're still trying to hang on to him until they absolutely cannot. So you don't, the, you don't fire a yes man. By the way, Travis, Mike Schilt, leading candidate to be in. San Diego. San Diego. Now that uh, Melvin's out, yep. so taking over. Yep. On the staff. In fact, he was hired by the Padres in 2022 to serve in player development. Yep, he was. Then he became he began the season as the Padres' interim third base coach. Mm-hmm. Yep. The other person who is projected, Ryan Flaherty. Ryan Flaherty. Mm-hmm. Jack's brother, I think. I was like. <laughs> I know Jack. No, he's the uh, uh, bench coach for the Padres, an offensive coordinator. I know you had offensive coordinator in baseball. Yeah. Weird OC. Thing. So you have an offensive – what have I learned today? In baseball, you have an offensive coordinator and a vice president of pitching. That's it. I'm done for the day. <laughs> done for the day. Hmm. It's kind of an uh, interesting stat that I saw pop up there about the Brewers. We talked about the Brewers and Craig Council. Uh-huh. Every team that the Brewers have ever lost to in the postseason has gone on to play in the World Series five times in the last six years and nine times in their 53-year history. Six of the eight have won the World Series thus far. Diamondbacks get ready. Ooh, yeah, Diamondbacks potentially coming at you. We'll see what happens when the uh, play or the World Series gets underway on Friday, and also we got high school football on a Friday as well. A couple games on Friday, including Cumberland versus Casey, and the majority of them are on Saturday. We'll be talking about the uh, playoffs more in depthly uh, coming up in the next couple of days. But until then, we are gonna get on out of here on this Wednesday. So have a good hump day, and we will be back for you tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. We're out. Peace.